This is recorded another day, another podcast. Um, got a special guest, a special story. I can feel it. It's gonna be real inspiring. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good, and it's probably gonna help you. Uh, make sure y'all follow. This is recorded on Instagram. Uh, man, follow on the podcast app, the little purple app on your phone that says podcast. If you didn't delete it, and on SoundCloud. So, without further ado, please introduce yourself. Yo, 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 it's Lit. Hey, Lit. Hey, be Lit. Also known as Hey, the Lit Master. Whatever you want to call me, Hey, be too Lit. You know what I mean? I'm everywhere. I'm, you know what I mean? Hey, be Lit. Search it on Google. Hey, be Lit. Search it on Instagram. Hey, be Lit. Search it on YouTube. I'm everywhere. SoundCloud, my mixtape. You know, shoot Apple phone. I'm everywhere. So, you know, it's lit everywhere I go. You know, honestly, I'm a street performer. I'm from Fulton County. I'm a Grady baby. You know, you might hear the young Louie talking about he's not a Grady baby. You know, or you might hear him, you know, he slip up. You know, he's a freestyler, so it's what he do. But me, you know, I'm going to spit what I really know, you know, what I, who I really am. I'm not ever going to be... Somebody who lies about who they are. You're not ever gonna hear a story about me doing some, saying some crazy stuff. You know, honestly, I'm a street performer. I love to dance. I started dancing when I was in college. You know, my freshman year. That ain't really where I started dancing. That's when I started taking serious. You know, high school I was practicing it. You know, nobody knew. I never told nobody. I used to, you know, always say, look at that dancing ass, you know, you know, dude. And they'd be like, okay, now people calling me to dance, you know, dude, you know. So I just like, okay, flip the switch. You really was that dude. And I didn't really take it seriously now. The only reason, you know, because I used to live in my car and, I was so worried about how having to pay the insurance. I had a job, but the job wasn't enough, you know. Once you get them taxes put them away, it's like, oh. So, you know, I was just thinking somebody was just like, my brother, he was like, my name Kobe. He was like, shout out to Kobe. I ain't gonna lie to you. Shout out to Kobe, you know, because I ain't gonna lie to you. Without Kobe, I, I, I don't know what I could do. I ain't gonna lie. Without Kobe, I would really be on the on the side of the street or something. Cause, you know, I lost him on times like I rushed. Kobe used to let me, you know, without permission, un, you know, let me stay in the room in his dorm where he, you know, it was God, it's God that his roommate left and everything. Cause I'm telling you, like, in that time where I had like a situation with these girls, they just, on some scam stuff, hey, you know, we, I was hungry for money, and I just, I had nowhere to go, it was just, uh, you know, I tried it, and I, like, got discouraged, I, I did something with it, and, dang, they wanted to fight, and, hey, you know, slap me up, hey, all that, like, I, I don't hit women, so it was just like, dang, you finna take that, and it was just like, it's either get jumped, uh, you get out the building. That sounds. No. That sounds crazy. So where exactly? Like when you were younger, like elementary school, 
Middle school, high school, where were you at? Where were you growing up at? I was growing up um, around Rockdale Summer High School. I got taken away age in foster care. When I was like four, five years old, lived in foster home, first foster home, they used to beat me up through up. So it was, it was crazy. Like, it was just crazy stuff. Like, they did, like, they had me traumatized. Like, they used to lock me in a door in the dark. It was crazy stuff, and it was just like the only what the only hope they was to go to my friend's house when I get off the bus to the time you know to go bedtime. I'm like, and I had nights I wouldn't even sleep. Like, I want to sleep, I want to eat because of that. And it was just like at the end of the year, it was like you, you want to go to a different home. I was like, yep, let's go. I can't do it. And you know, once the age, the father's home at the next month. Uh, she adopted me. Honestly, that was the most changing life, you know, it was the most changing life experience. Because it's like, I was bad little little kid. I used to do all crazy stuff. I was bad little kid throwing stuff out the window. All types of stuff. Like, just, uh, like, crazy throwing rocks at people's cars. It was crazy. Cause I was just a little kid, but, you know, we were seeing the stuff. We, you know, being around and stuff, just be like, so, whatever. Like, you don't know until you grow up. Like, okay, they really had no patience for me. Like, they really did, you know, because they could really just be like, uh-uh, can't adopt this. Like, but, you know, they took me in, I finished school, I, you know, A's and B's, I was flying students, always. I was on a spelling test, 100, all of that. All the way, you know, got to 11th grade. I ain't gonna lie, 10th grade, I hit the blunt. Dang, it changed me. Cause I never used to like myself at all. I ain't gonna lie to you. I never used to like myself. I hit the blunt, it just, you know, I wasn't addicted to it, nothing like that. But it was just like, okay, find yourself. Find who you really are. Like, it's just like, it moved everything in my body. Like, find who you are. Like, it's funny to say that, but it, honestly really true like I started dressing different you know yeah it had a bad effect in the end because I started once I got to 11th grade 10th grade I was straight when I hit it I ain't hit it no more like because I always was a person that said no I was still saying no like but I got like kind of pressure force type jump I was just like okay 11th grade came and I just started doing it more and then Next thing you know, I had this AP class, AP World History. I was just messing up. And then 12th grade, I had 3.7 each semester. But I can tell you, that moment when I did that, that let me know that I can go through anything and get out of the situation with my type of... With your personality, man. So that's crazy. Like, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying is a connection... Because I reached out to somebody before that I know was in the foster home and stuff like that. And I, but I knew her from high school, but she really wasn't ready to tell her story. And like I told you before we got started, I'm not into pushing nobody that, you know, is not ready to right. talk about that and do that. Because with this podcast, I'm going to change the world. Like, that's just how I feel. And that's what I know in my spirit. And I'm going to get these stories out of everyday people because everybody want to know the gossip about 
who's with who, who's with that. Like, let's talk about some stuff that somebody else is going through. Let's inspire them. Let's laugh while we do it. Let's laugh through the pain. Let's get through it. But for you, did you know your parents, uh, who your parents were, or how did that work, like, with foster care? Okay. So, my mom, Victoria Everhart, shout out to her, you know, she, the reason why, like, got taken away, I'm gonna start, let's start, you know, let's do a story. It was a boy named Kevante Deshaun Everhart. That would be you. Yep. He lived in Bankhead before they knocked it down. And, you know, he was always a cool kid running around, you know, with his friends and everything. Just, yeah, coolie, coolie. You know, no, everybody knew his mom and everything, but everybody knew his mom because his mom was a big time dope dealer. I didn't know as a little kid, but I knew nothing. I didn't know why I had all the fresh J's. I had every pair of J's that came out. I didn't know why, but I always used to brag. God, you got new pair of J's, you got big J's. I do, I do. I used to, used to brag as a little kid, cause closet fresh, clothes fresh, everything. Like, everywhere I go, like the hood knew. But it got into, you know, my auntie, you know, shout out to Auntie Queen a little bit, you know. She, again, you know, done up rape and, you know, stuff by her, you know, her fiance, like her dude or whatever. And my mom came through. Man, but almost ripped that dude, throw it out. But, ooh. but she had to take off the police was coming and, you know, who my mom is, exactly. That was back in, you know what I mean? But, like, she got locked up for some for scamming. And that, that's crazy, because I'm glad my scam wasn't on no jail like that. Like, I'm glad I didn't have to go jail and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's, you know, I ain't go through with it know that to like just recently and 
I be chilling with their dad all the time. Like, like man, Ken, you know, shout out to Ken Lynch, really. Like, and it's crazy because, like, bruh, like, wait until I meet them. We used to hang out with little kids, and I didn't even know that. Wait until I meet them, like, they gonna be like, bruh, it's gonna be crazy. No, it's gonna be emotional, but it's gonna be crazy. Man, that that is nuts, man. So, you this all happened, everything happened when you was around five that you got taken into foster care? Yeah, around like four and a half. Five. Did you ever know your dad? My dad, mom said he got him and his partner. Um, I don't want to say too much. They do some shit and they're in prison. Yeah, yeah, nah, that we ain't never doing that. We ain't never doing that. So, you talked about earlier, like you know, you didn't like yourself. What made you not like yourself? Was it the foster care, or was it just like personal things? Like, what what do you feel like made you not like yourself? It's because I didn't think nobody cared about me. It was just on some like I knew I. It was crazy because like I was. So many people was telling me stuff like my mom abused me, my mom was crackhead, all of that. They was just saying all types of stuff. That's why she got locked up. And it's just like when I finally found out what it was, like, okay, she was scamming. But what I seen she doing, you know, mom doing coke. And it's like, you know, seeing her do it is like, dang, mom. She's then find out my brother doing it like, bro, what, what, what's wrong? What's what? And I told her, but she told me I really need it. None the pain. No, ma, you don't need that. You don't need it. Like, and it's crazy trying to tell you this not just hers. Like, is that what Atlanta's doing? Like, is that what Atlanta's doing now? Like, and it's like, man, that day just. It, it, it hurt me, but I always love my mama. No matter what, yes, uh, you gone through so you couldn't take care of me. But in the end of the day, your mama couldn't, her mom couldn't take care of her. So, like, I see the pattern, but I don't want that pattern. So, what I want to do, change that generation curse, like, for real. Yeah, you got to be that first generation millionaire. You know, you got to have that idea. You got plenty of ideas. And it's just like what I learned as I got older, I'm 32, but what I learned as I got older is that it's not really what people, you know, like it's not really personal when people do things to you when they have kids, stuff like that, and they don't take care of them because what's real is this. People are, excuse my French, fucking and they end up having a kid. That's what ends up happening. Like, all the time, it's not really planned. It ain't, for most people, I think for about, I'm going to go with 90% of people walking the earth, it's not really planned like that. Like, nobody's really planned and, like, sat down and, like, hey, I'm going to do this, which is sex, and we're going to have a kid. And then also, when your parents have kids, they carry on the demons of their childhood which carries on the demons from their parents' childhood, which carries on the demons from their parents' childhood. And we're black, me and you, so we come from slavery. So we done been and seen a bunch of shit that was bad. 
And, you know, they, I even, like, you know, I'm not big on, like, I don't have any kids, but when I do have kids, I don't want to be, like, big on really whooping them. When they young, they not going to know. Like, hey, don't put your finger in the socket. I'm going to have to pop you, something like that. But as I got older, and when when my kid gets older, it's like, hey, I want to tell you, hey, don't do that. That really disappoints me. That does this, that does that. Because I think what explaining to them will be different. And when you cheat your kid like an equal, but still knowing that I'm the adult, but when you treat them like an equal and stuff like that, I think they'll respect you more than when you just beat them and then that's it. It's over with. And, it, and you know, some people like, I'd rather get beat than get put on punishment. Because it's like, no, when I take away something you love, that's going to affect you more than if I just punch you and beat on you real quick. And that's wounds from slavery. But that's a whole nother thing. But my main topic and my main point is everybody is carrying on something from somebody's past and somebody or what they went through. So we can't take it as personal when, you know, like they didn't treat us well. Well, they might treat us better than how they got treated as a kid. We don't really know. But when you love somebody, you love somebody unconditionally. You know what's not right for you and you can't deal with certain things forever. But when you love somebody, Mm -hmm. it's not conditional. I love you. When you do this, when you do th- no, when you love, you love. There is no terms, there is no contract, there is nothing like that. There's it ain't business, it's personal, it's it's love. So I learned as I got older, whatever problems I have with my parents or anybody, I gotta understand, like you said, you didn't like yourself. A lot of people walking this earth hate themselves, but they take it out in other mm-hmm. ways. They they bully or they talk about you or they gossip a lot or they drink or they smoke or they just be negative all the time. You know why? Because they can't look themselves in the mirror and like that person they see. They don't like that. They don't like who they see. You know what the drugs do? The drugs numb the pain. You know what the bottle do? The bottle numb the pain. But guess what? You right back to reality. So what all of us got to do is we have to figure out how to permanently fix these things. And this ain't no overnight fix. It ain't going to happen overnight. It's going to happen over time. You know, we got to, you know, make those little victories. If you want to get you an ice cream cone, if you want to, man, whatever makes you listen to a good song, if you want to just take a walk, whatever you got to do, you got to take those steps. Because doing the same thing, staying in that bottle, staying in those drugs, doing whatever, you could do whatever you want. But when it's controlling your life, that's a problem. That's what's called a problem. Something that... Mm-hmm. It's controlling you and not controlling it. If you can have a couple drinks and be fine, that's cool. If it cool. messes up things that you have going in your life, yeah, it is. It's a problem. Yeah, like, if, if you could hit the blunt in every a couple times and be cool every once in a while, that hey, that's you. Whatever you do, whatever your vice is, as long as you control it at and not know. I know what I'm doing. When people tell you they know what they're doing, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they really don't. Mm-hmm. They. They bullshitting themselves, man. And it's just like, but for me, I've learned that you have to delete your ego as in like, yo, man, people, you know, I'm a dancer. People don't notice. They going to know it when when I get big, I ain't going to take care of nobody. I ain't going to care about nobody. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. You can't be, that's ego. When your ego is like, I put out a song, you need to be trending more than this. What's on? That's your ego. When you... Doing things to get back at people, that's your ego. We got to delete that ego, and that's what I'm doing. And also, what I'm learning is when I have a problem with somebody, I can't, I know that it's deeper 
Like Rick Ross said, deeper than rap. It's deeper than what I think. They most likely nine times out of ten have a problem with themselves. So I can't mm-hmm. take it personally. And I'm learning whether it's a parent or a friend, a brother. And another thing, everybody in this world could turn their back on you. You got to love you. You say you ain't like yourself. You got to love you. Yeah, but y'all back then, of course, you got it, yeah. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, growth and maturation comes with age. And that's only sometimes because there's some people now, 70 years old, that still, still yeah. going to be the same, still argue over nothing, still think they know everything. They're going to die. They're going to go to their grave being right. They ain't going to say, yo, man, yo, you know, I might have did something wrong, but you did it too. They're going to die being right. And that's sad. We got to end that. We got to yeah. stop that, man. Especially as black people, we ain't got too much time to be messing around and hating each other and talking about each other and gossiping. We, we we really can't do that, man. We got to grow and build, man. So, like... A, a, we got to break that curse. Break that curse. We gen- got to break all these generation curses. Man, we have to. So, when when you were in the... when So, when you got in the good foster home, like, what were some things that, you know, did bring you joy and get you out of that shell? Like, what were some good times you had? No, it was some good times I had. When you, okay, so when you got had, adopted. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of bad things going on. I ain't gonna lie. I, I've been up and down through my life. Like, I'm just now, 21, just now, steady, settled. Like, I'm just now settled down. Like, I, I was going to mind. Okay, so... I say the good time would be like family that that'd be the only good time. Other than that, we run through the house, we get beat to doing stuff we ain't supposed to be doing. I got to the age like ten when she couldn't beat me no more. Cause I used to buck. I used to take the broomstick, break it in half, I used to take the belt and just throw it and laugh and just up there that's judging me. Like, 
Like, at least that's the only thing that can, you know, it's not the cop, no, it's not. I don't care about no authorities. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care about no authorities. Because, honestly, I'm going to be myself. Yes? You know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be who I want to be. You know? You know, only authority I care about is the one man himself, and that's God. Like, you not him, you don't have no authority over me. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, that's one and foremost. All right? God is the only one who can make things happen in my life. He's the only one who can put things to happen. He's the only one who can push people into my life. He's the only one. If God don't, if you don't pray, I'm not, I'm telling you, if you don't keep God closed first and everything, you going yes, you're going to face the enemy, the devil. You're going to get right back into the curse. Yeah, some of us blow up, from, blow up from the curse, but that curse, you don't got eternal life, man. You know, you live in this life, yeah, you have your, but you don't got an internal life. Once I blow up, I'm blowing up with God. And, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Lucifer was the, he was the best angel uh, for music. Like, he gonna like me. I ain't gonna lie. But I'm not gonna turn to him. You know, that's what people do. Lucifer starts to like them. And he started pushing stuff in that way. Try to discourage. Like, no, I'm not falling down. I'm not falling. I'm not falling. I'm, I'm not falling. I've been through the demons. I've been through uh, so much stuff I've been through that it's like, okay, God, you really there for me. It's like, I'm not messing with that. Like, sorry. Definitely. I'm a little bit But not no more. So, um, like for me, I mean, you know, and this is completely whether you want to answer it or not. Like, I'm not, I like I told you already, and I'll tell you on air, I'm not into no, like, getting people to, you know, say stuff they don't want to talk about, because I'm about freeing somebody. That's all I want to do with the podcast and inspire people. So for a lot of people, and you don't have to stay specific to you, it's just answering the question in general, do you feel like in foster homes and adoption and all of that, how big is abuse Physically and sexual abuse is—is is it both real? From what you've seen, I know you talk about it's like it's real. It's real. It's, I ain't gonna lie. It's real. I don't know what it's one hundred real. I'm sorry, I have to say the f word, but for real, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's not only real in the fuck on real and real, real blood life. Like my blood cousin named T A E Say, he's dead now. R P. You know, he got a, a bachelor of every weed or whatever. And he molested me. Like, and I tried as a little kid, three years old. Like, he me. I tried, you know, I go to my auntie, though. I mean, my cousin. Go to my cousin, though, like, come on. And she had a dude in there, so it's like, dude was telling her, you know, get to go away. And you know what I mean? She told me to go away back in the room. And it's like, I had, the night I sleep under the bed, because he'd be in the bed, huh? Do stuff, and it's just like, uh, what? Like, then, um, being a foster kid, the cousin, no, her nephew, her nephew, which is like, basically, foster cousin, he, make, he blackmailed me and make me do stuff, and it's just like, I, you know, wouldn't tell, 
you know, you don't go and tell nobody because you just think he's going to, you know, kill you or you don't know what they can do to you. You, you know, you little. You know, you know, once you older, yeah, you beat them up and stuff. But once you little, it's like, are they going to kill me when they get out? When, what's going to happen? Like, like you, you can't sleep. You're not going to be able to sleep at night. And just, once I got older, yeah, I went and told, I told my family everything that happened. And it's just like, sheesh, why, why, would, why are you such, why would be like that? Like, you know, why people be doing things, mean things, so I want to bring the joy out into the world. Like, that's all I do when I street before I bring the joy. I, you know, with the words I'm saying on the track, you know, you know, in my song, times get rough. I had talked about my cousin that did that. But I was like, I'm going to just bless them because God got them, you know, in his hands. You feel me? God's going to handle God's going to handle all that. You know, just like I'm on this podcast telling you all this, God is who brought you into my life so I could tell my story. I've been wanting to tell my story, you know. And, and I mean, and that's what I'm saying, like, you know, I want to get those stories out there to free people to let them know that they ain't on their own. But what I don't want is like, yo, it's going to be so great. Yo, yo, listen, because it's not about that. For me, it's about, man, maybe somebody like there's people in different countries. Sometimes I got to promote this more because sometimes I don't know how people find out about the podcast. But I hope that it reaches the people that it needs to hear. And that's what I believe it's always going to reach the people that need to hear that. And those stories, man, I'm I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I really am. But I also know, man, we all got our own journeys in life, and we can't really question, like, why things happen, I guess. We could just hope to free other people and hope to free ourselves from that pain that we went through. You know, it's just that. Somebody, even though we have it bad, somebody has it worse. That, like, you know, my aunt used to say, it could be better, it could be worse. And that's, like, the thing of my life. Like, I've exceeded every goal I've ever had for myself. My life right now is a bonus. But it's just, like, for me, it's that, you know, like, let's free some other people. Let's help some other people. Because, man, this life, you you never know what it's going to throw you. And you just got to kind of... Roll with the punches, man. It, 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 it throws you some shit. And, like, if somebody listens to it right now, be like, damn, I thought I went through something, but I ain't go through that. You didn't go through that. Right. He did. You know, so if you listening. Like, when I hear. What'd you say? When I hear the different, you know, when I hear everybody's story, just be like, hey, bro, you. For real? I had no big time dope Yeah, I used to settle. But that was to get through what I needed to. I, college, I, I needed money. You broke college student when you called I'm telling you, nobody wants to hire a college student. I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody wants to hire a college student. You know, you know why? Because y'all don't got no free time. College students, college students, students in school don't got no free time. That's why nobody likes to hire college students. You know, once you graduated, if you're taking a Whatever, yeah, they gonna hire you because oh, but nobody. Like I went through that. Like so, it was just like okay, but I need to do what I need to do so I can get some money. I had a girlfriend at the time, you know what I mean. Her name was Ashley Barthel. She actually showed me true love. 
I uh, really is like, but I messed around, broke up with her just because, you know, I didn't want to hurt her, you know. I want to do what I wanted to do. I ain't gonna lie. I like, I like to flirt. And I, you know, I just like to flirt and have a good time with you. So, like, you know, I just couldn't do that to her. Like, I was so faithful in her relationship, though. But, uh, you know, I was just like, hey, you know what? I won't break your heart. And, you know, I could think about myself. I could work work on myself. Let me break this real quick. Because I was against that relationship. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would not be who I am today. I, I would be still in school, struggling, stressing, still selling dope. Like, I would still be doing the same cycle. And I probably would have went off making babies. Uh, bro, I'm telling you, it would have made a baby. Um... Working as an employee, trying to get money from a baby, wouldn't be able to street perform because I would have never found that, you know, street performance. I would have never went through living in my car to, you know, get that. So when God throws things in our life, it's honestly the better us to see if we can get through that, see if we can handle our life without working for somebody or listening to somebody. Like, yeah, I got jobs. I work for people, but I barely work for them because I be street performing, making my quad, making more than I would in a day working for them, right? Waiting for a paycheck for 100 or $200 for two weeks. What? What? No, that's slavery. That's still bringing on slavery. Like, that's really what it is. Like, that's why they try to, white folks try to knock it down. I'm, you know, I love white people. I love everybody. It's a lot. But it, a lot of them try to knock us down. Cause going back to them times, a lot of them didn't like us. So they try to knock us down, try to tell us, get out these streets. Do what you, you know, I hear all types of stuff. People be yelling out their car when I'm in McDonald's. Broke ass, nigga. Blah, blah. Man, you need to go get you a job. I hear, hey, you own some shit? I hear, are, are you on something? I'm like, what? They be like, do you need a pill? I'm like, uh, no, what's wrong with you? This is what I love to do. I be hearing all types of stuff. People be like, you need to get out of here. You need to, you need to put on a hat. You need to do this. You need to do that. And it's just like, I'm a dare to do it how I want to do it. I love it. So like, honestly, you telling me all this, but look how much money in my bucket. Yeah, and it's just like, and that, and that's go back to them hating themselves. They they hate they self, and everybody is taught the traditional way: go to school, mm-hmm. go to college, get a job, work that job. But they don't talk to you about, you know. And it will work for some people, but for mm-hmm. other people, the reality is: go to school, go to college, get out of college, get in a job you don't like, work for somebody for not enough money that you feel like you worth. Then you got to pay debt and bills on top of that. Then you might start a family on top of that. And then you mad and you depressed. And then, you know, you, you start a cycle of something bad. And you have a kid and you bring them into a bad world. It's just that when people... But some of us, yeah. some of us get out of college. Um, they go to college. And, they, you know, it's not challenging enough. So they get out of college and they do something they love to do. For a while, so that they will, when they blow up with what they love to do, they can pay off those debts. 
live financially free. And people are going to look at them different and be like, and honestly, you could easily get a degree on a computer, I'm telling you, like, online degree. So, like, but you have to pay back the holes, you know. I got, uh, the only reason I ain't in school right now no more is because I had holes in my account. Like, you know, I, you know, I wasn't, I'm ADHD and I, I took medicine. I had to take medicine in school, maybe feel like a zombie. I wasn't eating because of the medicine, you know, and everything. I had sleep medicine. Like, when they gave me to go to sleep, they would put me straight to sleep. I didn't, I really didn't like that because it was kind of like stark in the deep. And it was like, I don't want it. I don't like it. I stopped taking it and stopped taking the other pills because it's like, dang, y'all got me on this every day. Changing me is not... I don't like it. That's what, and that's another reason I like myself, because of the pills. The pills have me depressed. The pills, for I was focused, yeah, and shit, yeah, I wasn't doing, you know, crazy stuff in school, but it had me depressed. I feel, I see how my little brother feel right now. Like he taking these pills, man, like it, bro. But he's taking these pills right now, you know, because they say he bad kid and. He do bad things, and he do bad things because of the stuff we go through. The traumas hit us, like, as little kids, like, and, you know, I just have to be there for him and everything, and it's crazy, like, because them pills, like, crazy life, like, the government controls you with them pills, like. I mean, it, it, it controls you with a lot of stuff because... When you black, you you grow up, you got these scars, you got to deal with the police, you got to deal with other white people, you got to deal with all of these bad things. And then, like, when you get on Section 8, when you get on welfare, when you get on different things, they put you in a mindset of, I'm going to take care of you. Why would you want to do better? I'm going to take, you got you got a, you got a, uh, a disability, I'm going to give you these pills that keep you like a zombie, but we're going to give you money. But the thing is, it's right. all it's all it's all designed to keep you where they want you at. It's not designed mm-hmm. to make you better. Just like prison, how does that make you better when you stay around other people that got other hurtful images in their head and demons in their head, and you around them for seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, the life, thirty years, twenty years, twenty five years, you know, and they don't know why you did the things you did to get in there. But you around them and then you get out. You can't even go to school. We talking about school. You can't go to school. You can't vote. You can't do none of these things when you get out. So how? what I'm going to do? If I sell drugs, what I'm going to do when I get out? If I can't get a job, if I can't do nothing, especially if I have a kid. Go, and, back, to, go back to the same southern drugs. Oh, no, but 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 jail's supposed to help me. That's what that's what the law tell me. That the jail is going to help me. It's going to make me better, right? That That's what they tell me. They said, you know, you know I'm going to give you these programs that's designed for you to just not be violent in there. You can't do shit with none of that stuff when you come out. You can't do a damn thing when you come out. You just got to be, uh, you know, well, I did this while I was in jail. I don't give a fuck what you did while you in jail. You a felon. I, I'm not giving you no job. That's it, you know, and that's why... It was a podcast called Earn Your Leisure. I love podcasts, man. Podcasts changed my life. It's a podcast called Earn Your Leisure that um, recently I didn't listen to it yet, but it's a dude from New Orleans that was in and out of jail, but now he got in the stock market. He's doing well for himself. 
That's one thing mm-hmm. that you can get into and you can do if you got some money to invest and you're kind of smart. Because I believe it's geniuses locked behind the walls. I, it's, it's real smart guys that circumstance and the way they grew up made them the way they are. Yep, it, it, like little babies. Prison it, made them. Yeah. I mean, it's just they, they made them Prison the way made, they are. It made him because... Bro, honestly, when you go in prison, you put drug dealing. I ain't gonna lie to that. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, don't put nobody in prison for no drug dealing. Bro, it's how they make their money. Don't put nobody in prison for that. Murdering, killing, and stealing. God said that in the Bible. Yes, lock them up. Stealing, killing, and yes, robbing. Lock them up. Because, bro, like, why are you stealing? Why are you robbing from people? Them people, yes, they belong in there. But dealers, ain't a lot of drug dealers, everything. They have their own business, honestly. Yeah, but but it's business. even for that. And people ain't and look, and the government realized that afterwards. They realized that that's why it's legal in California and all of that because they're using that. Much. They're like, okay, y'all can't sell it, but we can. That's, they just flip the switch on us, and it's like. So they try to try to make sure they can lock as many people up as they can before it get legal everywhere else. Exactly, exactly, and, and it's just like for the drug dealers, it's like I mean I feel like life hands you cards, right? And you got to turn mm-hmm. that them cards into a winning hand. But it's like they doing what they got to do because they drug dealing, they stealing, they doing whatever. It's all you know the same pot, whatever. Maybe you. Murdered somebody on accident. Maybe you didn't mean to do it, and you shot it. You shooting because somebody shooting you. Whatever. I can't judge. You know what I'm saying. But it's just like, what made them be that way? If you gave them a real opportunity to do something better, and they chose to keep selling drugs, they chose to keep stealing. If they chose to do that, that's different. But if you give them no way out, but you just lock them up, it ain't. I mean, I already know it's not designed. For to help nobody, it's just another way of control, and that goes back from slavery and all kind of stuff. It's just another form of control, but it would be totally different if you gave a drug dealer opportunity. If we say, "Hey, little baby, we gave you a job paying this, you know, great money, and you can have a nice house over here and do this and do that," that'd be different if you want to keep selling drugs and they told him not to. Then you get locked up. It's like, okay, boom, we gave you opportunity. But like for somebody, yeah. tell me one. Where are you gonna work at if you work? Where are you gonna live at if you work at McDonald's at full time, and they paying you minimum wage? Where can you live at? I don't even know how much minimum wage is, but I know in Georgia, the lowest apartment is probably going for like seven hundred, six hundred in Atlanta and like Metro Atlanta. It's going. And if you don't, for a yeah, lot. you're not set your age type, huh? Exactly. So what what am I going to do? But when I'm Section 8, it's a great design to help you get on your feet. But they know a lot of people ain't going to get on their feet. They're going to stay there. And they're going to be around other people doing negative things and other people, you know, depressed and other people that mainly hate themselves. They're going to keep you around that environment of people that hate themselves. That's why Section 8, welfare, all that... It's great things to help you, but it's also designed that a lot of people ain't going to get out of that. They're going to stay there. They're not going to have that idea 
Because that's stupid to stand on the corner to dance. That's why in the Bible it's a... Is uh my bad to touch you off, but that's why in the Bible it says money is the root of all evil because what they do is they sit there and they put the money into all of these little you know social security benefits. But honestly, social security benefits is keeping you with the government, keeping you. Oh, we gonna keep you locked down. You you you're not blowing up. You're not doing nothing. Keep you the same like everybody else. You know, that's with jail. We're going to keep you the same with everybody. You know, we control you. Employees, like, right. Honestly, if you're an employee for the government, they're holding you. They're holding you like that. You, like, it's crazy because, like, the government uses money to control us. But when they use the money to help us, like, I hate that. Man, that's a bar. That's a bar right there. Man, that, that is the truth. I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, if we gave little baby all the opportunities, he could live in a nice home, have a nice car, raise his family, do well, but he chose to still do that, okay, you get locked up. But that's not the world we live in. We live in a world that's designed for you to fail. We live in a world where a young man, black man, ain't robbing, ain't stealing, ain't killing. He's on the corner dancing, trying to make a way and doing something that you, your brain can't function to do while he's working on his goals and his dreams, you can't think outside your box. You only think one way, which is your way. So you say stuff to him. You discourage him. You could do that. I say all mm-hmm. the time, man. Like for me, I always want to encourage. When you know I s- what? Hey, what you say? Hey, and you know what the government just tried to do recently? So you know I've been doing this street performance for a year now, right? The government, you know, I come down to Clayco to live. And they, I, it was, you know, it's only the devil. I, every time I pray on it now, they don't mess with me. But they came and gave, they gave me a warning talking about some, you can't be out here doing this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all the officers love me. The black officers didn't say nothing. They were sitting there watching me do it. They in the same county. So what you talking about? She talking about some, next time you come out here, give you citation. I said, okay. Next thing you know, I said, you know why I'm bucking? Some told me to buck just to see if they're going to do it. And this, and not just to see if they're going to do it, just to see how I overcome it. So, you know, I always do things off of the outcome, not for the income. So, honestly, I did it. Outcome, got a citation. Outcome, they threw it out. Outcome, I can be there anytime I want. See? But 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 everybody told you to go fill out an application. Everybody told you what are you doing on it. But th- this is what this is what that's why I knew this podcast was gonna be powerful. I knew you. I could see. I'm I'm a visionary. I could see things in people. I see greatness in people, and I'm like, I just want to give them that encouragement, man. That like when life hands you shit, you turn that shit into a winning hand. You make shit marvelous. You make shit look good because it's like, yo, this world, man, is cruel. Whether you spiritual, whether you believe in God, you don't believe in God, you better believe. Just be a good person. That's it. You don't got to get into mm-hmm. religions and this and that. Yeah, you we got, don't have to. Yeah, you're right. Be a good person. That That's it. Because there's some bad people in religion. There's some bad people in drug dealing. There's some bad people yeah. everywhere. There's some bad people in everything. But you know what? If you're a good person, 
despite it all, none, none of that matters. Why? Why? Oh, you're, you're this? I don't like that. Oh, you vote for this? I don't like that. You live here? I don't like that. You wear your hair this way? I don't like You dance on the corner? I don't, why? Who cares? Hey, that makes him happy. That's all I care right. about. Like, yo, like, if that makes you happy, I could not understand. I what People listen to music, wah, wah, and it's metal music. I'm like, I don't understand it, but they dig it. So, hey, more power to you. Right. You know they what I'm like saying? It. Like, yep. yo, it maybe that music gave you life in a dark place. Maybe that music was there in a foster home. Maybe that music was there when things was happening to you. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe you like everything yellow. You wear yellow the rest of your life. I don't care what you do. As long as you happy. That's all I care. Like, And that's what the world needs to be on. But see, like I told you earlier, man, people can't look in that mirror and like the person they see. So you know what they do instead? I hate you. I hate you. I hate this. I hate that. I hate my kids. I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I hate this. But you know who you hate the most? Yourself. And until you love that person, you can't love nobody else. And you cannot be free. You will ever be a slave to your own mind. Your mind is the most powerful thing in the world. They say we only use a small percentage of our brain. But if you use, okay. if you be positive, you might can unlock all of your brain. But when you stuck in this mm-hmm. bubble of I hate everything and everybody, you damn sure ain't going to unlock shit. You're going to stay in this little bubble of negativity. But th- but that's why, man, I said I got to speak to this dude. I got to get him out there. I got to get his story out there because I felt something, man. I felt something great. So, man, and I just always like to big up people like in your life, like the person that you with now and taking care of you, helping you, man. Just talk about them right now, the people in your life and that's really helping you and that you're just really thankful for. Talk about them. Honestly, okay. So I got my my um got my high school friend who I knew for going on eight years now. You know, still a great friend to this day. Named Drex Johnson, and honestly, like he means a lot to me because without him, I wouldn't be nothing. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. Without him, I still would have been living in my car. Still not. Living in my car for a but yeah, at the same time, cause it's like, where when I got kicked out, like not kicked out, it was just like he was like he got thirty days and he taking all my money to pay for the rent. So why you can't just let me stay there and get on my feet? No, you got you know, so now who is that that was taking all your money? Like it was the family, the the adoptive family that you was with. Nah, it was a business owner, like, oh, yeah. you know, that's why I said I got to be my own business owner. He's a black business owner. The black ones, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes will do his worst. And, and, and yo, like, what you saying right there, and that's what I'm talking about. That's the theme of this pot. Bro, you hate yourself. You hate yourself, so you're not going to see a young black brother doing his thing you going to see maybe yourself. Like, man, I hate this guy. It, it, it's sad. And that's why with this podcast, the number one thing I'm going to do 
It changed that for my people, which is black people. I'm going to change that. I'm going to change the way we treat each other. The way we go about mm-hmm. that. When I disagree with my brother, say me and you get into it. I'm not going to go to Instagram. Yeah. I'm not going to go to nothing. I'm just, I'm just going to be like, you know what? We don't get along, but God bless you. I ain't going to tell nobody. Nobody will know. Nobody will ever yeah, put nobody, you into yeah. That's what we need to start doing. We need to start like, I don't rock with you. I'm going to let you know how I feel. And if you don't change, I'm just going to leave you alone and wish you the best. That's it. It ain't going to be no more we using each other. Even with a black business, say you open up your own business. What do they say about black business? Oh, we late. We never have stuff on time. It's overbooked. It's overcrowded. It's not clean. It's not this. Oh, brother, help me out. No, we got to change that. We got to be accountable that like, yo, if you book somebody two times and you ran out of food, hey, check this out. I'm sorry. We, uh, you know, we looked at the inventory. It was wrong. But you know what? That's my best. So the next time you come in, we're going to take 50% off. Or you know what? I'll pay for that meal because I really appreciate you yeah, coming. Yeah, right. I really appreciate you coming. I appreciate you looking out. Let me do this for you. And when somebody has a business too, as you as the consumer, don't say, hey, bro, man, let me get a discount, bro. Come. No, I want to pay you extra. You know why? Because you're a black man, and I know how hard it is being mm-hmm. a black man or woman doing it. Let me pay you. Trying to have your own thing. Let me pay you at least what you asking me for, or if I got it, let me pay you extra, brother. Let me pay you extra. Okay. Let me, I keep let me, doing that all the time. Let me say, that's what, like. I'd be like, bro, you should be like, nah, because honestly, they they be working hard. They be doing they be little thing. They, you know, the, you know like. Feel the change, you know, to the gas people, you know, gas thing, you know, because I know the tips sometimes be, you know, you know, the change matters for me. But at the end of the day, don't because it matters for them also. You know, we gotta also care about each other. You know, yeah, they little air rounds with a little gas. Basically, we charge them extra on the candy sometimes. But hey, shoot, let's give them a little extra change for charging us on the candy for making that money for actually opening the gas station. Cause our bus black people ain't gonna open no gas station unless you really, really, really are different about that and we and we're gonna change that and in business we know you can't do everything for free everything has a price but we just gonna make things fair we're gonna change this world man we're gonna we're gonna change that man now you talk about uh your family you um live with that they help you as well right yeah um uh i live with my brother well college brother name is kobe austin you know, he, you know, I told you about it earlier, and I'm thankful for him. But I just go back to the saying, you know, because, you know, like I said, from things went through, like college, is just, I, I, I would have been on the street. I ain't gonna lie. I would have been laying on the street, like, like nowhere to go, bought off, back in jail. Like, it would just been bad. I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful for him because I needed to be in the A where the connections are, where was gonna help me instead of somewhere south where I ain't getting no help like at all. So it's just like, you know, yeah, I love them. Yeah, I love you about us, but you know, y'all, you know, I just gotta keep going, keep moving, cause gotta be different from the rest. And you know, true. Man, and and when you dance, man, like, what what what's that feeling like of just like? 
just freeing yourself and letting yourself go and like what what did dance when did dance really just get into you and just feel like man this is just different and this is what I'm supposed to be doing oh okay so I ain't know the dude nothing but I first met him in summer college of 2016 when I graduated congratulations to me graduated from Rockdale County High School but um but I was state university in summer you know, people like, you about to go back to school right away. People get curt. I'm like, shoot, it might just be good. I just want to do this. You know, so I had to redeem myself. I'm like, let me go to college. Let me see how this young really is for the summer. So I can see if I want to go for the fall. It's the summer bridge program. Like, it lets you know who can actually go to college. Like, you know, if you didn't pass that summer bridge, that brother, that brother, that joint was easy, way easier than actual college. But, you know, if she don't pass that, then, you know, you don't go and get you an employee. But, shoot, I passed that junk. My roommate was a dancer. And we got to the first party, and I watched them turn up and everything do that hit on folks. Second party, I said, oh, next time, I'm finna go to, I'm finna do it. Let me see. And I wasn't no dance. Like I said, I ain't focused on dance. I wasn't really no dance. I practiced a little bit in behind closed doors, watch people run. But I wasn't no dancer. So then I actually got on the spotlight. Like, uh, 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 hit them folks. Yeah, everybody started going crazy, crazy. And they was going crazy for them. Their name is uh, Badger and Artis. And, you know, shout out to them because Badger, he's a big influence in my life because without him, like being there and me watching him, letting me come dance dance video, knowing I'm not that good. Like, but before that was before. Now I'm fine. But you like what's the what's they what's Instagram? What's their Instagram so people can check them out, man? Badger is like shit, Badger. <laughs> I don't know how many H's and Um, Artiste is A R T E S. You you could man you could tell me when we uh finish man and we'll really clean it up you you could check it in clean it up we'll do it good man but just so so you just started dancing from then and that just kind of that's when it really caught you. You said yeah from then that's when it really did caught me like I was like oh I'm about to get better people used to talk so much trash about me when I was coming up. But I was the only one taking it to the streets and doing something, you know. I was the only person actually dancing everywhere I went. I was the only person so allowed to big talk. Hey, you can't even dance, but that dude be dancing anyway. That nigga can't dance, but that nigga be dancing anyway. That nigga, he could dance. Bro, I see him everywhere. Now, that's all I hear. Bro, that dude, he got the moves. He do dance everywhere. But he made, now, he made music. Bruh, bruh, I like your music. Go, keep, don't stop. Get better. I'm just like, if I get better at dancing, I get better at making music. I, I was writing in high school, but I wasn't really taking it serious. Like I said, I wasn't really taking dancing. So I was an athlete. I was into football. I was doing football. I played football in middle school, primary middle school. Played baseball at Brewers, on, on the Brewers, Team Brewers. Uh, in Rockdale County High School, the little soccer complex is. Um, shoot, I played men's volleyball, won the state championship. Rockdale County High School beat the T 
team that nobody could beat. Uh, yes, I had play time. I, I was the motivation for the team, honestly and truly. Like, I ain't gonna lie, they put me on the court and I start hyping everybody up and it, it, as a team and they actually worked. And then, shoot, I played basketball throughout, like, slick. It was like, played basketball, but I didn't take it serious. I didn't know, like, oh, I'm gonna go to the NBA. Like, I played, I played hockey, played a lot of stuff, played soccer. But dancing is really the act, the competition, the uh, love sport I need to be doing, and music, all that. That's what I love. Man, that's just, man, that's amazing. So, like, so, just your spirit is just great, and your energy is great, and you just seem like a positive person. Like, growing up from being young and going through that, being around drugs, being around different stuff, from being around, you know, what you went through with family, bad things. Like, what do you feel like just kept you, like, positive, or what was your happy place in those dark times? Oh, I was talking to myself. Either talking to myself or listening to music, making music, writing poetry. Oh, there you go. It was writing poetry. That was the biggest one. That was a big time. Writing, like writing poetry, it was just, shoot, you know, I think it expressed my feelings onto that page with the poems, I right, you know. You know, I even had a point where I said I ain't like myself, you know. You know, it was deep, though. Like, I'm mad I am got all of that. Like, that's the devil, but it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, uh, it was just, like, huge. I had, like, a point where it was, I was telling them, like, how I go You know, I used to get bullied. I was just saying, you know, how things was going. I ain't, don't know why. Knew I love, I just, I don't know, it was, it was just escape for me. It was just escape. I used to go on, you know, sometimes I ain't gonna lie, I used to cry myself to sleep at night. Like, you know, you know, a lot of people be like, why well, you had light on all the time? I used to get shut, shut down in uh, dark doors. I mean, dark rooms. Like, of course, I'm not gonna be in no dark because that's when the demons come out. Like, I, it just, it just, you know, going through stuff is just the only escape. You see the music, riding it, you know, dancing, doing something I love, talking to God, talking to my friends. It just, you know, shoot, I don't, honest, honestly, it's not going to drugs. Going to drugs really be worse. It do damage. Like, really do damage. It just numbs you at the moment. Like, and then it honestly let you lose, lose people. You do lose people. Like, yeah, it's just, no, it's bad, especially when you see it, too. I ain't gonna lie, we, look, we, you know, it's not bad, but it's the chemicals, it's the things we put in it afterwards, is what they, you know, if you add other stuff into it, that's when it's bad, and that's when it's gonna change the person for the bad. And with it like, being legal now, team, too, it's gonna be crazy because it's like, now with it being legal, that mean they gotta make more of it. So that mean they gonna put extra stuff in it, and that mean it ain't really gonna be truly from the earth or from a grow house. It's gonna be chemically made so it can be made faster, 
and then you don't know what you're smoking. At the end of the day, you ain't smoking good stuff from the earth. You smoking whatever they put into it. That's what right. I mean. You, you end up smoking. It's gonna be it's gonna be really man bad for you, man. So man, I'm about to wrap it up the podcast, but you know, I got two things I'm gonna do before we end. But one, I just wanna say, man, for somebody that's listening, man, that's having a rough time at life, no matter what they going through, maybe they not going through what you going through. What do you say to that person right now? Keep going. Just push through it. Push through it. Don't worry. Don't compare yourself to nobody. Push through what you going through. You know what I mean? And honestly, think about it as, shoot, I'm going through this, but I could have been going through that. You know, I could have been going through that. I think about them going through, somebody else going through worse. You just think about it. Take your, take your little, what you going through and ball it up in your hand and throw it. Just throw it as far as you can. And that's what it is, man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. You got to love yourself. Because I really feel like I, I, I've been doing a lot of, like, just observation and, like, noticing other people. And what I notice about a lot of people, man, they don't love it. I've been saying this this whole part. They don't love themselves, man. Hey, wrap your arms around yourself, man. Just, like, yo, cry. Go for a walk. Do whatever you got to do. Let it out and let it go. Just let it go, man, because it's either you're going to be, woe is me, you're going to be, you know, hey, my life, but somebody got it worse. So what you going to do? What you should do is just, hey, man, look in the mirror, whatever it is you got to do. I don't know the answers. When I realized I knew everything is when I realized I didn't know shit. I don't know nothing. Yo. You know what's crazy? What's that? For the people who think this dancing is all just normal, easy, it's not. Honestly, I'm working with a knee that hasn't been messed up for years and another knee that I'm God rebuking it that's trying to mess up on me. But, you know, I'm going through these things not because I did this. It's because of childhood things I did, but I'm still pushing. I'm not, I don't care. If I got to cut off that leg and still... Do what I need to do, I'm going to do it. Like, that's what it says in the Bible. If you got to take out an eye because you're not doing good with that left eye, take it out so you can do good. Like, doesn't matter. I'm going to still push on harder and harder and harder. Like, Man, hey, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Four hours a day out there. Like, man, that that's what it is, man. Just motivate, man. Whatever that crazy idea is, it, like... Your mind going to hold you back. So if you have a crazy idea, I mean, maybe it ain't crazy. It's just that you scared to put it out there. Try it. You never know. Everybody that's successful, somebody told them they wasn't shit. You know what Jay-Z uncle said? You'll never be LL Cool. You'll never be LL Cool J. 
You know, Beyonce, Paul Wall said one time Beyonce Destiny Child was performing at home in Houston at a big concert and they was getting booed. People wasn't fucking with them. Hey. And Paul Wall was like, damn, like they from here and y'all ain't even giving them a chance. Everybody you know that's successful then got told they wasn't shit. They've been fired from jobs. They've been homeless. They've been on drugs. They've been this, they've been that, but they kept going, man. And that's what you got to keep doing, King. You got to keep going. And then lastly, what I want to do is I, I do a thing called speak it into existence. Right now, maybe five years from now or whatever you want in your life, let's speak it to existence right now. Go ahead. A year from now, maybe in the last two years, three years, how many, I just know that I'm going to have my desires, what I want. I'm going to have big groups of people, you know, honoring me for bringing the world together. As they know Jesus, they going to know me. And I'm going to be a powerful person, best dance group, best music. That's studio for everybody. Not just for me, but for everybody. That's it. Man, that's beautiful, man. I thank you. I appreciate you, man. And uh, what's your social media? I'll put it in the comments in the description. But what's your social media? How can they find you? Any way they can find you? What do they have to do? Tay B Lit. T-A-Y, the letter B, L-I-T. No spacing, nothing. You on YouTube, it'll probably be like T A Y space be lit, be lit. But honestly, it's not. You search up anywhere, it's T A Y letter B L I T. I'm telling you, it'll come out the same way each time. So you know, search it up everywhere on all your music platforms. Search it up. So, thank y'all. Thank everybody for listening. Man, and that that man. <laughs> I just really Thank all my fans that support me. Man, I really appreciate you, man. Everybody go check him out everywhere, man. Seriously, and this is recorded.